You ready? Yeah, well, I gotta mention. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so I got Does that mean you're not ready because you got a mention on Twitter? There are questions though. Okay, How do we have questions? There's There's questions. questions. In the middle of Anime Expo. Welcome to the Anime Gamers Podcast. This is episode number 0080 by special request. Of uh, some folks in the room here, and uh, I'm your host Evan Minto. Who's with me? It's at sign QX twenty XX. David Estrella. David Estrella, and we are in the same room. We're together. finally again. That's right. Uh, we're at Anime Expo 2017 in David's hotel room, sitting on the floor. My portable recorder is uh, placed snugly inside of David's shoe. <laughs> Uh, and David is swinging around those goddamn what are they called the Woda stick things? They're close. What's that called? Well, they're just lights. They're called UO lights specifically. All right, uh, we uh, you might have heard our live studio audience here in the room tonight, <laughs> which includes uh, some like that guy right there. That would be uh, that's at sign Hazukari, uh, mortal enemy of the Anti Gamers podcast. But we also have special guests here with us. Let's go around the circle. Who's over here? Hello, my name is Natasha. You may also know me know me as Illogenes on Twitter, uh, tweeting questionable content and shipping stuff. Um, I also write about anime on Isn't It Electrifying? And yeah, my first anime expo, so I'm very happy to be here. Cool. Yeah. David is swinging the sticks around again. You can't see it because it's an audio podcast. <laughs> Good it's impassioned. It's, it's very <laughs> impassioned. All right, I'm Peter Phobian. Uh, at Peter Phobian. I'm an associate's features editor at Crunchyroll and a uh, contributor and editor at Anime Feminist. That's right. That's my resume. You just really trailed off there. An- anim- anime Feminist. Anime Gotta say that. Feminist. No, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. It's the first day of Anime Expo because David is a wimp who's piecing out uh, It is tomorrow. also the last day of the con. Well, yesterday was the last day of the con, but this is just overtime for me. Because <laughs> David was here for the what is it? The Annie Song World Matsuri. Kawaii Live. It's a long name, uh, but these, these this is like the idol shows they were doing, but they started on like Friday. It's weird. The con is like Saturday to Tuesday this year, but there's like a pre-con concert, and then they did the concert, another concert again today. Yeah, man, we had like day negative two. Yeah, basically. Yeah, there's just like... Expo has been running for days, honestly. It's yeah, it like started today, and it's been running for it, days it, already. It started, <laughs> but, like, question, like, like quotation marks, like, started today. Like, if AX fucking sucks, by the way. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of bad. bad. It's yeah. bad. It's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Go to SoccerCon. It's just so much better. Yeah, this is your con. first year, Natasha. It's, it's, it's my first year not being industry. So oh. It's my first year experiencing it as, like, a real person yeah. who's not just here to work. But yeah, it's... Uh, crowded. Lines, inorgan- not very good organization... I have nowhere to fucking... I don't even know where I'm going most of the time. Yeah, we've actually spent most of the... I feel like being like, what room is that in? Which which building is that in? Some of the guests were just like, oh yeah, remember we went to to the Card Captor, right? And like... Right, uh, there's a Card Captor soccer premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to that one. And the guy was like, oh, this is the exit, so go to the left. And he like literally pointed to the left. And so me and Peter went to the left and walked outside and kept walking and it was literally just the loading area. <laughs> and we were you like, implied that it was on the other side of the building, which was the loading dock for the building. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So. No, I also, uh, we'll, we'll talk about like the panels we went to in a little bit, but uh, I was able to walk all right past the entire giant line and walk straight into the Yuri on Ice panel without anybody looking at my badge, which... Mm. Was fine because I had a press badge, so it's like I wasn't like actually cutting the line because I would have gotten through with the press badge anyway. But it was like this seems weird that you're not that you're able to just walk right into this panel. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I the organization was definitely an issue. And tomorrow's when the nightmare schedule starts. Oh, it's tomorrow when there's like a million things happening at the same time. Literally, think everything happens tomorrow. Yeah, trigger panel is where they're they're announcing probably their like new show. Right, so like kind of yeah. a big thing, and then at the same time is the in this corner of the world premiere, or like overlapping, which right? also like, overlaps yeah. with the ancient, ancient magic premiere, right? right. <laughs> yeah. Which is just fantastic because who clearly wants to go see 
all of those. Nobody, yeah, right? No, Nobody who wants could possibly to care about all of these very big deal premieres yeah, or announcements. Yeah. Uh, so wait, David, you got to tell me what—not really me, because I don't care—but you got to tell the listeners what actually happened at this idol thing. The only, the only thing that happened was that, well, it was it was the Kawaii Live with uh, six members of the Cinderella Girls. We had—it's okay. Idol Master. Yeah, it's Idol Master. We had the Wugs, the Wake Up Girls show up. We had the The Wugs. Are they still alive? The Wugs are still. Oh God! Let they me, woke let me, up. Let me tell well, you about yeah. the Wugs. Oh God! Let me let me finish up the lineup though. Okay, okay. So we had the Wugs. We had the Macross Wakure. I don't know how to say Wakure. Wakure. It's like Valkyrie. I gotta. Say, why not just call it Valkyrie? We had Malcross Valkyrie. <laughs> Malcross Valkyrie <laughs> from the new Macross shit okay. come out, um, and we had the uh, the Love Lives, not the original Love Lives, but the uh, the new Love Lives, and that was a concert. I think um, I actually feel like I got like a mixed reaction from that concert, which is weird because that was the reason why I even traveled across the country to go to this awful convention. The thing is, though, uh, it was set up like kind of like a festival sort of thing where, like, you know, they'd get up, they'd do some songs, and then they'd transfer out to the next group. However, that meant that they only did, like, five songs. Every group has, like, I don't know, like, hundred, not hundred, but they have very a, a lot of songs. However, with the way it was, nobody did any solo songs. So, like, me and part of this uh, live studio audience here... Uh, Pazukari who's pointing to himself and uh, Robert he's pointing to himself too uh, we were saying like yo man they're gonna play Hotel Moonside I'm gonna fucking die out there <laughs> they're gonna play Tokimeki Escalate I'm gonna die I said I was gonna die if Tokimeki Escalate was gonna play in the concert and they didn't Clearly, play that didn't happen because you're that recording a podcast with us and you still clearly... died but you all died anyways because everyone who went to that concert no. I was like, I died and got re- resurrected. Okay, okay, so everybody, everybody died. I walked out after the uh, the wake up girls because I had to do my questions for the, for so, the fake grand order yeah. interview, which I clearly not prepared for. No, <laughs> you did. You did really good. I, was I did really good yeah, only yeah. because I walked out halfway through the concert for the um, the idols. Um, but like, like yeah, it's great that the girls came out and they did they did their shit. They like you know showed everybody what's good. Um, but then I went to the concert that came after the Super Live. The Super Live, not to be confused with the Kawaii. The Super Live, Live was fucking lit as shit. <laughs> okay. It was so fucking hype. Okay, so I got I gotta tell you, they came out with a cover with a live backing band of the opening to the Evangelion show. Oh wait, the like uh, uh, the cure, cruel, cruel Thesis. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, does sound so cool. like so like everybody stop selling me on okay, this. Okay, okay. So everybody was just kind of like everybody was saying like this wasn't gonna be like this was kind of like just kind of like yeah you know it's like a concert you know you got a bunch of groups showing up like yeah whatever. Um. So nobody in the room was expecting it. They come out. They start doing the song. Fucking room explodes. Yeah. It is, and it just, it didn't stop. It was like it went on for hours. It's just hype songs there were no slow songs at all during that whole thing we had like six artists we had uh konomi suzuki we had uh Garnedelia. we had who the fuck else uh mashiro uh, yeah, project. Li- uh, a live uh studio audience doesn't know the rest of the name uh, <laughs> 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 well, we're like shitting mashiro, on the live studio audience mashiro now suzuki? Ma- no no it's konomi suzuki and oh. mashiro something else we had Ali Project, okay. we had Minori Chihara, and we had Angela, and it was basically non-stop, just hype songs. Everybody was fucking animalistic out there. <laughs> I couldn't believe the energy in the room. It was such a difference from, like, like the idol group that showed up yesterday, it was like a no-chill kind of group. Like, everybody was just, like, really, like, you could just tell from the energy in the room. It was just, like, tension, but it was, like, 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 that constipated sort of tension where it's just, like, just, like, 
Okay, so it was like the first the Kawaii is like is con is constipated and super is like just finally explosive. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> no. Got it. I'm glad that we figured um, that out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody Good was metal imagery. Everybody was going like fucking like extra extra hard. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm Don't trying hit him in front of the mic. Stop hitting things in front of the mic. <laughs> One and two and three and four. Um, but yeah, like I. I wasn't going to go because, like, I'm an invalid, so, like, I get sick a lot often when I, like, I'm just traveling. So I was lying in the bed just, like, kind of, like, just, you know, with, uh, like, a fever. And then somebody, like, walked into the room. I don't know what the, his name was. But Alvin. He said, like, Alvin. 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 Right. My studios. Thank you. Um, Alvin walked in. And he was like, hey, man, I heard you wanted a ticket for this uh, concert. Uh, I've been awake for like 48 hours trying to get the Wake Up Girls uh, autograph. So do you want to buy my ticket? And I'm like, I, I don't know. And he's like, hey, it's 20 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, fine, sure, whatever, I'll go. I went, and that gave me life. The super, the super life cured your illness. Wait, yeah, he was up 48 hours to see the Wake Up Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Cool. So right. I have to go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Look, so, going back. Going back. Yeah. Going back. Keeps yeah. Going. Going back. Okay. Yeah. So so Cinderella Girls opened up for the Kawaii Live. They were good, but admittedly they are not together a unit. They're kind of like they're they're individuals. They have their songs. So that's it's kind of weird that they did like the group songs that like everybody's supposed to know together. So the court like the choreography is kind of simple. Uh, and then you have the Wake Up Girls. The wake the Wake Up Girls. You have to know they've gone through hell and back. They are. Yeah, they have seen some, some shit. Trials. They have. They have seen some shit. Okay. They. They. They are. They are veterans. At have this you point. seen the anime? I have seen the anime. Okay. I didn't so, watch Wake Up Girls. So the Wake Up People, Girls. It sounds like Wake, Wake Up Girls is like Barefoot Gen or something. Okay. Like, I, like, I, like, I have <laughs> a friend who loved the anime, and then everyone to this 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 concert, and was like, Wake Up Girls. Okay. So, She's so, like, I've yeah, been yeah, telling yeah, you guys yeah, this yeah. for years. Where yeah. have you been? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Wake Up Girls came up after Cinderella Girls. Oh man, the room was just there. The energy from that group like completely floored everybody. Like everybody that I've talked to, that is like they they went for like other other groups. Like it's it's either Cinderella Girls or Love Live that they said like that's their group. But then Wake Up Girls is like, eh. But once they saw them perform, this time they didn't have any technical difficulties, like in Chicago, nothing. Like, huh. th this was perfect. And this concert was rocky, too, <laughs> for the Wake sounds, Up Girls. Sounds like you were woken up. I was woke. For sure. I was woke up, guys. Okay, so, yeah, that's... Okay, cool. That was... Yeah, Wake Up Girls. Definitely. Well, I, I, yeah. I went to an even more lit He concert. went to the most lit I went lit to the best band. concert of the whole convention <laughs> thus far. That's not true, but that hasn't happened yet. I went to the Mari Ijima concert. Oh, oh God. Uh, it was like uh, three quarters full, maybe, or like two thirds. It filled up a little bit as I was there, but I'm pretty sure almost everybody was just there waiting for the Card Captor Soccer <laughs> premiere. Oh, man. Uh, and it was... Uh, it was, I mean, she's still got a pretty all right voice, but it's like nobody cares about Mari Ijima anymore except for like me and weird old nerds. Evan, did she do my boyfriend as a pilot? I missed the beginning. Supposedly she did, yeah, Kyun Kyun, Batashi no Kare wa Pairoto, that garbage. I'm glad I missed it because I caught the only, she did a bunch of songs I'd never heard before because like, <laughs> who knows anything that she did except for the Macross songs. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, this is the opening to an anime you've never heard of. And she sang it. And she speaks really good English. Because she Cause has she's... lived in L.A. for lives. years, which I didn't... Yeah. I had forgotten that. Somebody told me that. Uh, so she did Do You Remember Love at the end. And it was good. But it's all... Also, she had, like, no backing band. So it was literally her and, like, a Casio keyboard. And she was just like, play Sick. the, play the backing you know, that, theme. That is... <laughs> that is peak right there it's a grim mental image it was actually kind of moe i guess because you're like oh honestly mari ijima nobody's honestly, paying attention to you anymore mari's kind of kind of more just like her as a person yeah just like her whole the whole trajectory of her career is very valid. i don't know what she's done like she's kind of just disappeared but she's still coming to cons and sometimes I, singing do you I, remember love honestly honestly i respect anybody that has been in like performing arts for like super long periods of time like ollie project Ollie Project has been on for like almost like about 30 years now. They've been around since the 90s. And, you know, she came out with, like, her backing band. She's in full, like, gothic Lolita regalia, like, just decked out. And she's performing. 
I mean, like a lot of people were joking around like Ollie Project, like, oh god, they're like their songs, all their songs are sound the same. When she gets on the stage though, like I feel her art. Like like I feel like that like that like that like special thing that's like hinted at in like idol shows where it's like, you know, like it's almost like a power of the heart sort of situation where it's like a really corny sort of thing. But when I see like really it, like veteran yeah, just so they've been around for a while and they've been doing it and they're not yeah, like I feel I feel their yeah. vibe. It's basically yeah. the premise of Macross, right? That's Macross, right? They, the idols have a special power. That this is like, true, actually. Yeah, yeah. they have a special power. I they can stop the work. Project yeah. Deculture when they got <laughs> up on the stage. Uh, all right. Okay, that's you we should the Macross power. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the Macross power. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. That's yeah. called Deculture. Yeah. That was the joke. That's why he said that. <laughs> oh, is that what they call the Macross? Yeah, it's like the culture and or like culture or whatever. Yeah, I forget what the culture. I don't, I don't culture. remember. It's been a long time. Okay. Uh, anyway, we also went to some panels. The three of us. I don't think you. Did you go to anything? You didn't go to the Card Cap Soccer premiere. You, David, didn't attend the Card Cap Soccer premiere. Uh, I didn't see a way to get inside the building, which is funny because part of my live studio ons here was with me when I was trying to get inside the building with like what like 20 minutes to go before my interview yeah and well to you know just give you an idea there's what like a hundred thousand plus attendees this year yeah it's probably to anime expo um physically there was no way to get into the con space because there was literally a wall of yeah. people all around the convention center now that's yep. convention yeah we, we, we ran into that too it's just a mass of people and you're like what are they doing are they online are yeah. they just hanging out like <laughs> like i would say like maybe 70 percent of them are online and then the other 30 percent of them are like completely lost they don't know where they are just well 100 percent of them are online in the other sense yeah but there's at least the like internet. there's a subsection of them that has absolutely like they, they don't know if they're actually on the line or if they're just there to like just kind of you know, yeah. fill in the gaps we, in the we, wall. We were just at the, the Crunchyroll Verb Party, which was just a drink line with a DJ. <laughs> like, it was the most anime that, expo that really experience. Was, that really was the entire... I mean, there were some sick beats. Like, damn, it would have been a good yeah. dance party, but... Yeah. It was the, also... You forgot gyoza? There was gyoza. There, there was, was gyoza. like a tiny oh, shitty table gyoza? of gyoza. Yeah. And yeah. glowing coffee tables. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, the I feel like it was probably like a quarter of the room was taken up with a drink line. That wasn't moving. The entire back end. <laughs> and a, an opportunity to meet the luminaries. Was, it, was right. it an open yeah. bar, at least? No. No. Fuck that. <laughs> it, it was... It is a free party. Yeah. Yeah. Free in what sense if the drinks are not well, getting in. You could get in for free and There's listen no cover. to the apparently good music. Natasha liked it. So. It was good, yeah. It was yeah. good music. I saw, Those guys I saw. DJed at our live okay. stage last year and... Continually okay. caused okay. fire hazard <laughs> okay, by so, blocking egress from the building because so, the crowds are so big. So I was walking by the Staples Center and there was a fucking druid out there with like a, wait a, a real a, druid. There's a real druid or like out a there. cosplayer druid. What druid, are we talking about? There's a druid out there with like a keyboard and like some other like DJ shit, and he was making some fucking wild music. He was like Miles Davis out there, and he had the Miles Davis of druids. He was the Miles Davis. Of, like, was Miles like, Davis like, a druid? I don't he was know. like the Miles Davis of EDM druids. And he had <laughs> wow. he had, he had like a, a like a, a saxophonist like standing next to him. He was like this is like a busker like just like from some other like I don't know. He like he probably just shows around everywhere. But he like saw this druid guy and he's like just drawn by his energy. He fucking started just free jazzing it up to the beats. It was oh god, that was like that was. Probably Are we talking also- about the druid guy on the corner at AX? Is that what our topic is yeah, right now? There was a druid at <laughs> AX concert making at AX. some. Some wild music, and he was accompanied by like this just savant of of uh, of saxophone jazz, and the music that came out of there, like I if I was like if I worked a label, I would assign them right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, what about that says Druid? Right. <laughs> he was literally he was he sounds was like a busker. Is that the word? All buskers are druids. Yeah, yeah, he was like standing. He was standing on top of like a summoning circle or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so look, uh, what panels do you guys go to, <laughs> Peter and Natasha? I'm trying to get off the subject of the goddamn druid. <laughs> We're done with the druid, David. <laughs> uh, production IG. Production IG. Yeah, I only cut the end of that. How yeah. was that? It was well, it was unfortunate because. 90% of the people who were there were for Overwatch, which was the panel after right. production IG. So, 
Um, the line was a little long for that. Uh, they released some. They released some cool um, promotion videos for both content that is to come and content that's already been released. So they had like Attack on Titan. They had um, uh, Kenji Kamiyama's film Ooh. something with the magic tablet. I forgot what it like. I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. is it CG or something? No. So remember. it's like this girl who like they live in a world where there's obviously a lot of technology and like for some reason it has to do something with her family and like living the Tokyo in dreams. 2020 Olympics are coming. Yes, and it's like three days before it, and she has this recurring dream about like a monster appearing. Yeah, or something kind of kaiju, and okay. I guess all of her dreams come true. Yes, so she has to keep going to sleep. To figure out what's going to happen next. Yes. Oh wait, is that the? Um, that's not like the Sleeping Princess. Sleeping Princess is it? I don't think so. It's something that there's also a tablet. There's also a tablet. Yeah. Because the Sleeping Princess is the one that's got the like Koyama designs and mm. stuff. No, this one was no, the this tablet. No, this one is something one. in the magic tablet. It just also involves sleeping. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the thing. Uh, they had yeah they had Kuroko's basketball. They had Kuroko basketball. Yep, last game. Okay. Um, they had Adam the beginning. Um, oh, that's I forgot that's them. Yeah, that yeah. show's not that good. It, yeah, I saw the <laughs> opening, which was really the Bahi nice. JD opening is really good. Yeah, it's yeah, great, yeah, yeah. but I didn't yeah I didn't watch any of the show. Um, and then they had B the beginning, which is a Netflix exclusive. Uh, or it had a Netflix role before the trailer. Yes, so. it, it, you could tell mm. it was truly Netflix. Right, right. Uh, they're not done finishing it. Um, they, it looked very psychopath-ish. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. sort of. At sort first, of. There's like a serial killer and kind of an Akane-esque investigator. Investigator. And then suddenly, like, everybody has tattooed faces and are using superpowers to fight each yeah, other. Yeah, some guy oh, who is huh. like a magical demon. And is he, they call him just B? Yeah, he's, he's, he's B. B. He's like, I have to keep killing so you can find me. And I was like, okay, uh, this is an interesting show. It, it looks, it looks okay. good. Um, I don't know how to feel about the exact premise because I don't really know what they were going for. But the production values seem solid, and it looks like an interesting show. And it looks very much uh, something you would put on Netflix. Kind of darker than Blackie, I think. Yeah. Okay. Kind of okay. That sounds cool. Blackie. Yeah. So. The, I only caught the end of the panel when they were doing bad audience Q and A. Uh, so in the best one, the best one, we were talking about this. David, you're gonna appreciate this. It was like the last question one or something. All tweeted. And it was the, it's a guy who just is like, so for Psychopath season three, which is not real, it's not confirmed. There's nothing about Psychopath season three. So it's like, so for season three, do you think that you can add some people with like uh, multiple personalities or uh, what was the other thing you said? Hypnosis or psychological yeah. disorder or something? And that's it. He's just like, you think you can add that? And they were like, well, we'll mention that. Like, yeah. He said, I'll go right back there. We'll I'll go, go right back to Japan. I'll talk to the director about it. He'd be like, yeah. this weirdo. So look, that guy definitely, I told this to you guys, that's his fetish. He wants psychopaths to like uh, put his fetish in the show. Uh, the guaranteed. Sound, the sounds very Snow White for. Yeah. I don't get that. Snow White guy. Who's the Snow White? Oh, the, so you're talking Sleeping Beauty guy. Sleeping Beauty he's guy. the guy from Anime Next who's convinced face. that Sleeping Beauty is like the origin of all anime. This just sounds like a thing to go up to like directors and just like ask if they can like do some weird sort of concept for shows that don't exist. Yeah, this is what I mean. That's what Makoto Shinkai used to do, but he used to just be like, so for the next season of this show, you think you could put, put more feet in them? <laughs> some more bare feet in yeah. this show? I don't, I don't know yeah. if they were jokes, but this is like the first time I've heard this question this frequently at a convention. People were asking about uh, if they would be doing live action stuff. Which first- That was also a bad question. Yeah, they were like, because they were asking about the Death Note live action movie. They were like, are, are you doing more live action movies like the Death Note movie? And it's like, you, you're, it was like production ID, and you're talking to like Kazuto Nakazawa, his, who's his not going response, to know anything yeah. about that. He's just a director. Well, like, his first response was, You're asking because you like that kind of stuff, right? Oh, did he? I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, yeah. Cause I think because he basically kind of apologized for Ghost in the Shell in the beginning, I think. Oh. He kind of said, uh, Ghost in the Shell, which. I don't want to say he apologized. He said, I understand some people aren't fans of something, something to that effect. Um, but then in both uh, industry panels I went to today, somebody asked about doing a live action instead of an anime adaptation. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a f- very popular question. Yeah. Um, which I've never, ever heard before in an anime Yeah, I, I haven't heard much of it either. 
I went to the Yuri on Ice panel. Do you guys go to that? Crunchyroll's like Yuri on Ice guest panel with Sayo Yamamoto that and Mitsuo Kubo. That looked ridiculous, so no. It was ridiculous. It was pretty cool. Like, it was cool to see Sayo Yamamoto and Mitsuo Kubo, and I think that's their only panel, the whole convention. They did an autograph session earlier in the day. Yeah, it's different. Um, I think that's it. Though. Yeah, that's it. I don't think they're... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was like... It was like Miles and Tiffa hosted the thing and like had a bunch of questions for him. Uh, there was some good stuff that came out of it. Uh, I, I thought the questions didn't always delve. Like, they didn't get a lot of answers that were like super detailed. But the fans were... I mean, it's Yuri on Ice. The fans went wild for everything. They were like so ridiculously excited. Mm-hmm. I heard there was a lot of intense screaming. Uh, yeah, I think I went like deaf in one ear because they showed the uh, the Yurio exhibition scene from the Blu-ray, oh, which I had seen at the Anime Next panel. Like naked? Uh, yes, actually, though, from, oh, not, oh, not completely naked, but he loses a lot of clothes over the course of the skin. That kind scene. of exhibition. Odebeck undresses him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a, a bit where he uh, he like takes his glove off and throws it at Odebeck, and then so he holds good. his hand out with the glove, and Odebeck bites it off of his it's finger. So yeah. good. Yeah, Welcome to Madness is great. It's right, like, Welcome to Madness. It's, yeah, it's or a whatever. great little clip. The Madness. Yeah, that's. Uh, I had seen that like a couple times at Anime Next, and so I kind of knew. I think I was mentioned this before. I knew where all the parts were where the fans were gonna scream, and so it was just like, ah, ah there it is. <laughs> like, yeah, but that was it was it was cool. Sai Yamamoto. Uh, I don't know if were you there for the when we interviewed her at Anime Next, David. Uh, we interviewed Sai Yamamoto a couple of years ago. I wasn't. At Anime I Next. haven't been at Anime Next for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so she still wears sunglasses. Uh, for all public appearances. <laughs> hey, that's like... I mean, that's, that's cool. That's also what Shinichiro Watanabe did at uh, well, she's Otakon. Like, I think it's. I think that yeah. he got... Like, she got it from him. Yeah, that's she, my theory. She's the yeah. to, to his Obi-Wan. That's right. Yeah, basically. Um, and then I got to the... To go to, like, the Welcome to the Ballroom panel, which I think... Yeah. Yeah. We were there. Yeah, yes. you, you were We all went there. together separately. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, what'd you guys think of that? I know you asked a question in the Q&A, Natasha. Yeah, um, it it was it was good. I was hoping for a little more of a response. Uh, so basically, Welcome to the Ballroom has uh, the same team, or most of the same team from Haikyuu, um, which had three seasons, so it was like a lot of work. Um, so my question was, you know, were there any particular experiences from Haikyuu that uh, you found yourself translating over to Welcome to the Ballroom? And... I got nothing. Yeah, they literally were just like, no, I don't think so. No. After thinking for a couple minutes. And I minutes. was just like a little dubious because the entire promotion video is super high cue in terms of character design and some of the animation effects and styling overall. So I think that might just be the style of response that you get from uh, the Japanese guests where they're, like, they're, they're a lot more conservative um when responding to like an english language audience then because i was doing i was doing some research for uh an interview with a japanese guest and part of that research was to read an interview that a japanese magazine had done with the same people and they're very much more open they're like very conversational oh wow it is really interesting to see their style of Mm. responses to them might be, versus what we see, like might be because of translators too, because they're trying to like yeah. make responses easier to translate. So, right? But like, I mean, they literally said nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was a different yeah. case. Yeah, they were like, I don't know. Maybe they're just off their game. Yeah, like, kind of like. I think that was probably it. Might have had more to do with like not wanting, like the fact that you were asking about a different show, especially because yeah. it was Pony Canyon in yeah. there trying to promote Welcome to the Ballroom. Right. They might have been trying like, to avoid talking about another show. Can we yeah. talk about Pony Canyon for like, <laughs> just like a minute? Like, what is your deal, guys? Like, honestly. They, they are, they, they have like an aggressive Japanese marketing model for this stuff that just doesn't really work for American fans. Honestly, it's like, it's like the rise of Genyan again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I was not, it wasn't so bad at the ballroom panel, but it was like kind of uh, there's something off about it. Like it, it felt like weird and inauthentic like, sometimes. Like, like hey, like Ganyan, if any, no, not Ganyan, <laughs> Pony Canyon. If any of you guys are listening to this, like on the off chance that any of you guys are listening to this, actually, the entire staff listens to the Any Gamers podcast. Please, everybody at Pony, the Japanese please, president of Pony please, Canyon listens. Please unclench your buttholes. <laughs> Like, let people ask some questions. Let people know about the talent that you have. Because if you guys are holding on to the ballroom show, 
the bottom show. <laughs> you guys need to let people know because this show could be big. It could be really big. Yeah, I mean, like, post Yuri on Ice, it has a lot of potential to catch on. Yeah. But I was a little worried because, like, if you compare Yuri on Ice, right, it's like seeing them back to back. Uh, the way they were talking about the show, it's very clearly just like work for hire manga adaptation. Yeah. But like, you know, you talk to the Yuri on Ice staff and not just Sayo Yamamoto, you talk to like the animators and color designer and they're all like in love with it and everybody's passionate about yeah. it. And you get the sense from talking to like the people working on Welcome to the Ballroom that they're like, we are passionate about this show, but in like the same way that everybody says they're passionate about whatever show it is that they're working on. Like it just, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't have a ton of faith, but maybe maybe it'll turn out really good. I did think their like prepared questions were. I mean, they probably have prepared responses too, but those were at least had some interesting information in them. Um, for one question, I was also disappointed they kind of answer was about sound design, though. Yeah, that was somebody asked because he's like, that. you know, it's dancing, so right. obviously the music should be syncing the music. Like, how, the how did you like do that? Yeah. And I don't. I mean, they they probably didn't bring the sound guy design right. guy over but they did have the director there so. and a producer too which would have been involved yeah. in that so I, I assume they might have had some I don't know if they want to be tight-lipped about that for some reason um, but yeah that was a really really good question actually yeah it's a shame it wasn't answered properly there was the interesting one where they asked uh, Chiba the animator what uh, well it was funny because it was a mistranslated question because the question was something about like how did you convince animators to work on the project and it got translated into like, how did you become an animator? Yeah, and yeah, Chiba, yeah. so it was like the wrong question. But Chiba's answer was that he watched 0080, uh, yeah. War in the Pocket, as like a middle schooler or something or high schooler or something, and, and he was like, "This is so cool! I want to be an animator." And that was basically it. So that's kind of cool. And then he drew and didn't study. And then that was the other guy. I think who said he didn't study. I thought right? he said the same thing. Uh, maybe, maybe it was yeah. the other guy. No, it was yeah. the other guy. It was the okay. director, I think. He, he just drew instead of studying, and then one day he was an animator. Yeah. <laughs> That's a common story. You hear that from tons of yeah, anime creators. Yeah, it's really yeah. big. So they all just, like, didn't like school, and yeah. so they made anime instead. So that's your lesson, kids. Uh, drop out of school and work on anime. Uh, it works, real it works for Gynax, so it'll definitely <laughs> work for you. Did you Shinkai drop out of school? Didn't who? Shinkai? Yeah, Shinkai. Oh, he might have. Shinkai absolutely dropped out of school. Yeah, school wasn't colorful enough. Oh my so god! Just left, yeah. Shit. And everyone wore shoes. Uh, <laughs> no, so. I focus on like different <laughs> Uh I did not get to go to the exhibitors hall, but you guys did go. Natasha, you've been carrying around. You're like, what is that? Artist Alley Hall? That's or? Artist Alley. That's yeah. Artist Alley. Yeah, I got a lot of near posters. Uh, yeah. Really enjoyed the game near Automata. Um, so I went out of my way to try and grab as many posters as I could. Uh, ended up with a decent stack, I think. I've never even heard of there being a fan book at an American convention, but you had one pre-ordered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> yes, that that was a thing. Um, it's a cool book, though. I, yeah. get, I get fan books now. You, they're they're good. I, I understand. Friend. Yeah, Wait, I think they're fan books. What is a, what is a fan book? It's just a bunch of fan art like compiled yeah. in a book. Yeah, yeah. so usually they call fan books or fanzines. Yeah, uh, but they're usually uh, a lot of artists collaborating collaborating together to draw art fan art of a specific show. It's interesting because like fanzine didn't always used to mean art specifically, but I guess right. it's used yeah. as they call it that in at least in artist alley. Yeah, centers and stuff. Much more Circles. common in Japanese conventions, though. I've like never heard of that in a fanzines. Well, fanzines or, used to be very popular are we in the about U.S. Now? No. So I mean, that does they are some of those are that yes, right? But I mean, fanzines in the U.S. anime fandom used to have like articles and things yeah, too, yeah. right? And like back in the day, I guess they used to have things like just just literally translated scripts for episodes and stuff for like things where there wasn't like a fan sub available or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. In that usage, I, I have I haven't really seen a ton of those. I've heard bits and pieces. I remember I've heard stuff about like American animators doing fan books of like some anime properties recently, like that. Yeah, Is that like I a friend thing. I forget what it was. It was a couple of years ago. It was like Titmouse people or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, like what were the? I don't know. I, I haven't been over there yet. You got to go to exhibitors a bit too, David. <laughs> I uh, I poked around for a little bit. Just like, like, what, what were the highlights? What's what's going on? A um, bunch of cap lines. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like uh, it was. I got in there like um, in the morning, like as things were opening up. There was still a, like a twenty-four hour line outside, stretching through the building and like going down into like Pasadena or wherever the heck that line ended up. 
Um, but yeah, no, like first stop was definitely the Fate Go booth. Um, and that was already like cap, like they're giving out tickets. I don't know Sounds where like they were. It had already out. Fate went by the time we got there. It fate, it fate went the fuck, I don't know where. Uh, so I just wandered around for a little bit. I went through Good Smile, went through. Oh, I gotta go to Good Smile because I got the trigger stuff. I probably sold out. They probably. were already sold out of Yuri on Ice stuff by the time I showed up. It was like, what, 11 o'clock? Oh 12, 12 o'clock? Like that stuff sold out within a couple of hours of opening. Yeah, they had tickets too. They had tickets. Right. And those tickets were gone. So, like, mm. if things are vanishing within, like, the opening hours of the con, it's it, yeah. it's hard to get excited about anything in the exhibitors hall if you have to line up, if you have to get a ticket, if everybody's just being, like, really rude that's, and loud. That's the thing about AX is just, just like, it's... It's disheartening. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel fun. It feels like work. Everything about okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's the American yeah. version of Comic Cat, pretty much. Well, Comic Cat is kind fun of, because Comic Cat is properly organized. They're they're nice because they, they've just got a different mentality over there as to like, you know, like they know that if they say the line is here, that everybody that wants to be on that line will go on that line. Here, it's like, ah, uh, guys, if you're not standing right here in this place right now uh you're like you gotta fuck off you have to like this is the line for the people that got the tickets that we were giving out like what five <laughs> minutes ago uh yeah just everybody fuck off fuck off please even if you have a ticket please fuck off <laughs> everybody uh, is just fuck the fuck off <laughs> off the con space okay that's the kind of sentiment that i get from ax i love america it's I, great. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like it's, it's, it's huge. Like, it's yeah, it's huge. Large. It's huge. The more people that fuck off, the better. Because honestly, we are over capacity. Yeah, I mean, compared to like Otakon, this is just it's Oda. like Otakon is a walk through the park. Compared yeah. To like and and even just in, in like you know panels wise, there's a lot of stuff about it that that I I like going to AX finally not as industry and as somebody actually trying to attend the con. It just Makes me like Otakon more. You went as industry, but I went as a regular. Right, day. right. Well, I went as I'm here as press. Are we going to talk about industry. my experience uh, as like, a normal attendee, as a normal attendee. living that that <laughs> real anime fan life? What, like the hour nightmare to try to get into the con? Well, what was the deal with like your badge? How long did you have to wait for that, or did you get it early? No, no. I mean, I got getting it early because we were on day negative two. At that point, oh my god! <laughs> uh, yeah, only because it was day negative two was I able to get my badge and my ticket and everything. Right? Yeah, Can we no- just emphasize how ridiculous that sounds? Day negative. Yeah, two. yeah. Day negative. It's two. not. It's not good. Ax Ax definitely needs to work on the flow of people that come in. They're just whatever they've got in place right now is absolutely not working. Yeah, I, the line. <clears throat> I was hearing stuff about the line today that people were waiting on, and it was just six, like wrapping. They had six all the, X-ray machines. Yeah, we've got a, our our live audience member Dylan here uh, has got the picture of the line that the, somebody made. Yes, like yes. they graphed this thing, this where thing people is blown walked. Up. Seven hours. No way. Seven hours. Yeah. Seven ah. hours. <laughs> Basically stretches around the entire town. It's practically a circle all the way around the convention center, and it l- seems like it loops both ways. <laughs> like it's, <done>. yes. <laughs> it's, it's like a two-layered circle going around. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's real. I mean, look, reportedly, Did somebody, I don't know. Like, do they're like they're running? Like, it might have been, yeah, <laughs> like a Fitbit. Just, yeah. <laughs> you have gone two miles in seven hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, it just seems kind of miserable. Like, I'm, I'm, I've am i been having fun hanging out with people, but the con itself, like, it's also the fact that as press, even, like, you know, you go to you go to Otakon, right, and there's, like, a lot of stuff to cover, but then there's points in the day where you're just, like, you just go to Anime's Craziest Deaths or something, and you're just there to, like, hang out and have a good time. Right? Nobody hangs out. Well, I mean, it's people ironic. hang out, but it's outside the con. Yeah, it's right? ironic right. because L.A. is a very... It's a very chill place. It's like ultra chill. Like I've just had this experience where every time I have to lift anywhere, the drivers just they set a certain mood. Yeah, welcome to the West Coast, buddy. Yeah. Everybody's too chill. Everybody is I too don't chill. know about too chill. <laughs> but once you get to the con space, it's like the, the LA Coast. people, wonderful. The con people, awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean the fact that like 
I basically just spent the whole day trying to cover stuff because everything's industry. It's either Japanese industry, it's American industry. There's a couple like scholar panels here and there. You don't have any like Ask a Hetelia dude, right? Which is good. What they, what they, but you also don't have like fan panels that are you know interesting, but not necessarily like news I have to cover immediately. Everything's news here, and it's like it's that's cool in its own way, but it's it's exhausting, overwhelming, and overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there even fan panels at AX? There um, are some fan panels, but they're super limited. They're cordoned off into their own room. You like, have to be like a like there's a million subscriber YouTuber to get like. A, <laughs> a fan I don't know about oh, yeah, that. Speaking of, weren't there some YouTube people? Digibro Digi- is a Digi-bro. guest Digi-bro. at this convention. Digibro. Digibro. I'm sorry, I got it. I must have got it wrong. Digi- no, I know. I've never Digi-bro. seen his videos. It's Me okay. neither. I don't know anything what? about him. There are some good fan panels that I've wanted to go to, but there's the, like, there's the academic track which I really want to go to yeah. here. So most of the ones they were either on day zero or they're just like simultaneous with three industry panels that are much yeah, more important exactly. for you to attend. So I'm not going to be going to any of those, unfortunately. Yeah. Really bright. Uh, so it, we're like super down on AX. We're all like, AX sucks. <laughs> AX sucks, guys. By the way. <laughs> like, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Don't, don't pretend that it doesn't suck. If um, The concerts, though, they were fine because they were staffed by different people. They were Hawaii the Micros- and Super. The Microsoft Theater, like, I guess they employed different people that are not related to Anime Expo. Mm, maybe. So, uh, they have their shit. It, se- it was separately ticketed and everything? Did you need an AX badge to get in? You needed a badge to get in, but it was like, I mean, it's a venue where they have concerts like every day, so it's like... It's not like when you go to Anime Expo and it's like these people... Oh, like the facilities different. staff were different, basically. Because yeah. it was... Was it Staples Center or Microsoft? It's know. a Microsoft Center. Microsoft, yeah. Theater so, like, if you have to... If you must absolutely have... Like, you have to come to this con because, you know, your favorite idols are performing here. Like, I like I like how I, people yeah. just have to. They just have to because, like, they they, the guests they like because are here. And it's, yeah. it's not even about the convention. It's about the concert that's attached to yeah. the convention. Yeah, yeah. Or, or about the, the guests, frankly, right? Yeah. Like, I do think yeah. that that's the reason to be here is because they get so many guests and they that get, are, like, big There were, they were announcements right? for guests, like, days leading into the con, yeah. which is... Yeah, the Sayo well, Yamamoto thing, thing was announced like, pretty yeah. soon before the con. I'm, I'll be real with you. I think many of the guests... That were here are really awesome, but you can see them elsewhere. Yeah. Like Sayo Yamamoto is coming to Anime Fest, which is in Dallas, and I think has probably one tenth the amount. And of- probably has more more than more than one panel for yes, her. Yes. Yes. Right. It's, like it's, yeah. It's, she she's she's coming. But like yeah, Anime Fest has like a killer lineup. It's like Masaki Yuasa. Oh wow. Like it has Anyong Choi. It has like all of Sayo Saru. It's it's a it's a great lineup, right? It's also not a hundred thousand people. Uh, SoccerCon last year had Ria Matsumoto, which was fantastic. It was her first time in America, and she we, there was a full devoted panel to uh, Battle Blood Blockade Battlefront. Kekai Sensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That name. I will always get it. It's alright. Isn't that like boo 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 boo? Yeah, boo 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 Which was also good, but that's 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 another story for another day. But yeah, there's there's like plenty of other conventions that are have equally good guests, and um the main thing I've noticed in difference with Anime Expo, honestly, that I feel would ever be worth going to is just for the world premieres. Right, it does have a lot of that. So, like, if you really, really, really want to see Violet Evergarden... I do. Or I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Peter. Or In This Corner of the World. Right, in This Corner of the World. Which I'm not going to release this episode before the premiere, so this isn't going to help anybody for that. But it is also showing at Otakon, and uh, I I managed to see it early. That movie is super good. Everybody needs to go watch that movie. You know what's fantastic and I love about Anime Expo is when they schedule In the Corner of this World to overlap right, with we- Ancient Magic's Ride. Because... Right. That that totally makes sense. Um, <sighs> which is also overlapping with the Fooly Cooly sequel panel. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. my God. There's Ancient a panel Ancient. for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I can't believe that actually exists. I don't. I, yeah, wait. No, the Fooly no Cooly sequel or a panel for it? I can't believe that a Fooly Cooly <laughs> 2 exists in this world and that there's a panel for it and that it's just not outright denying it. <laughs> like, like they would just look at it and be like, "That's not real." There's yeah. no That's fully cool too. I rejected. Live in a universe where we need a sequel to fully, right. but you know, fine, sure. But yeah, there's just there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, 
one of my biggest issues with this this anime expo is that because there's so much going on, it's like across different buildings. Yeah. So you have to get out of the convention center. Back and forth with the JW Marriott, yeah. like, and it's just it's horrendous because the line to actually get inside the building is awful. You can I, figure out some ways to kind of snake through it, but it's uh, it's, it's definitely it's annoying. It yeah. really feels more like a job and less than like a, enjoyable. Relaxed. And you're not here for like like Peter and I are, are press, uh, but yeah, like you're you're just here as an attendee, right? Yeah, and yeah. it feels like a job to you. It feels like, like a job. Like I I don't know how you guys do it because I would have probably died. But yeah. Go to SoccerCon. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my AX review. That's my AX review. Maybe you'll warm up to it over the next couple of days. There's actually, it is day one. There are three days. more days left to this convention. We would have recorded this later, but uh, David's leaving tomorrow, yeah. as I mentioned. I'm so. going to be so Same fucking here. tired when I return. Yeah, fuck, fuck this place, man. Fuck Anime Expo. Fuck, fuck Anime Expo fuck as, anime. We, as we excitedly depart tomorrow to see all the live premieres that we can. Yeah. I'll wait for it to appear on Daisuke.net or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's uh, Daisuke.io, but all the vowels are taken out of it. As long it's my as favorite it's not startup. fucking Anime Strike, I don't care. All right. Well, that's a good place to end is being really angry at uh, everybody, <laughs> uh, including AX and Anime Strike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I promise I'm not this bit of a person. Anime Expo is actually pretty cool in some places. Yeah, it's I don't. Just, I don't totally hate it. It's no. just it's a little exhausting, it's and I'm exhausting. not. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not my kind of convention necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Card Capture Soccer was pretty good. Yeah. And we got cloud cards. Oh yeah, I didn't ask oh. you how that actually was before we sign out. How was the Card Capture Soccer premiere of the was like a special episode? Um, I think it was like a preview is what they said. Yeah. But it was like a full episode. It was okay. a full um, episode. I don't read the manga, so I don't quite know where it was placed in the story. It is Same. directly, I believe, it is two years after the events of the manga and the anime adaptation. Okay. So it is a direct school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, like, the, the first episode was, I'm not going to, like, give a full synopsis, but a lot of it had to do with, like, setting up the actual story. Okay. So, there wasn't anything super revealing or interesting or plot twists. Nothing, like, amazing happened, but it was very cute. Um, How is it production-wise? Because that, that good. original card game soccer was, series looks good. so good. So yeah. Every it, time she walked, like, uh, like the, the walking animation... Yeah, walking was really animation crazy. was solid. There was a lot of... How was the roller skating animation? Uh, we... They're pretty solid. But at there's the same time, there's like a lot of layout, zoom outs and stuff yeah. where it's just like the background changes and they slowly draw the camera. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, 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 it's good. And yeah, stuff. I can see it being good. No combat um, though. No transformations, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, nothing what? like that. So- yeah. There's wow. no magic? That's what I was saying. There's nothing. It was more wow. like... Wow. <laughs> There's also no magic in the PV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fuck? Do we know if Clamp is directly involved with this? No. Is, it, is like, it based on the new thing that... It feels like it's made by the Love Life people. <laughs> it's the Love Life character designer. Oh. No, yeah, but that it's Clamp involved it's, with the story. It's, uh, for anybody, I don't know if that picked up on the mic, but it's the Love I, Life character designer. I, I, feel like lo- I feel like Clamp is involved with the story because... The last time they weren't, they adapted uh, Subasa Reservoir Chronicles and Clamp hated it oh, that's so a fucking much. Train adaptation of of Subasa, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was B Train. Yeah, they, they hated it, it so much yeah. they actually like stopped it. <laughs> Peter just nods like, "Ah, oh, that's B Train." Okay. Yeah. B Train could be good at times, um, but yeah, they they hated it so much they canceled their own adaptation of of. Uh, Reservoir. Wow. So okay. I feel like, I as a result, they have become incredibly restrictive or uh, in demand of being control of their actual anime adaptation. Uh, yeah, um, well, I, I wonder if it's based on. Is it based on the uh, manga? There was that new manga. But yeah, they um, they're re-releasing the card captor manga into like special omnibus whatever forms, and then I think we got a card that is. Um, an ebook download to yeah, it's got a code. yeah to the um to the new to the new manga. We oh right, we got some questions. Uh, hey, questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we got we actually asked for some audience questions uh, last minute for this late night episode. It is one a.m. We're gonna 
You guys are probably getting tired, Peter and Natasha, so oh, we're going to get out of here East Coast. soon. <laughs> David, hit us with the questions. We got some Twitter questions okay. from our listeners. Okay. Hit me, David. So, from my good friend, at sign Yuri Fucker, uh, would, you, would you enjoy being cucked by your waifu? This is an open question to everybody. It's not just... Kidding. I don't have a waifu, so... Evan, I have many yeah. waifus. Yeah, this seems like a very yes. relevant question for you, Natasha. Tell, tell us about your waifu. <laughs> Throw it over to How Natasha. How many waifus do I have? I'm, let's see. Emmy, I think Emmy would probably understand as someone, as a friend of mine, that my latest wife is uh, lying under this bed right here, aka 2B, from near Automata, uh, would I enjoy getting cuffed by her? Yes! <laughs> okay, wow. cool. But specifically 2B, like not necessarily, not necessarily other but, characters. But they all share the same kind of type, because I okay, have one okay, type, yeah, yeah. and that's the one that crushes you and... Like to step on you. And, okay. Uh, or, yeah. Yeah. Auto erotic. Well, you like you like, like to be dynast, right? Yes. So that very like oh, literally yeah. you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There so is. yes, yes. Specifically, uh, to be yes. Uh, other people maybe. I'd have to think about it. Um, and that's a long list of good anime girls that I'd have to think about. <laughs> All right, Peter. I. <laughs> I don't know where to start with that. Uh, me neither. I yeah. uh, probably uh, not. I'm surprised Evan even knows what cuck is. Look, look, dude. Uh, <laughs> you listen to Chapo. So, yeah, I listen to Chapo Trap House and know about all right politics, so there, I know what are, cucking is. There are many ways I can say no to that question, but I'll just settle for no. Okay. Yeah. I would probably not enjoy it. If I had a wife, which I don't, but I pr- would probably be, I'd be bummed. I'd be like, ah, oh, shucks. My fake cartoon girlfriend yeah, okay, cheated so, on me. So my, I guess like, I guess my new, like my new fake cartoon girlfriend is the new caster that came out in the game. Did you say fake cartoon girlfriend or fate slash cartoon girlfriend? Fate slash the cartoon. new fate series. The new fate series. Um, As opposed new- to non-fake cartoon girlfriend. <laughs> the new extremely like titties out caster that they uh, have for uh, for the game. Uh, Passion Lip? No. Okay. Passion Lip. No, I don't know what that is. The one for the new event. The one, one with the veil covers your mouth. Titties out. Uh, the awful yeah. character design. No, it's a beautiful character <sighs> design, man. Fuck, fuck the live audience. <laughs> uh, would I enjoy is it is that the question would i enjoy being cut by my wife who uh oh jesus i don't know i guess it'd be like a new experience maybe it'd be like maybe it would be like one of like those accidental like boner kind of things you don't know until you know so yeah one of those you don't know one of those accidental (laughs) boner things we don't know until you know yeah okay yeah i think it's one i think i get what you're saying though you know you understand even though you don't have a wife who, and you don't, you wouldn't like understand what it means to be cocked. <laughs> relatable. Um, hashtag okay. relatable. Okay. Hashtag cool. relatable. Hashtag content. All right. Hit us with the other questions if we have uh, one. Yeah, Do we have yeah, multiple yeah. other yeah, questions? Yeah, we have a lot. Yeah, we have. Are qu- you kidding me? We have more questions than we than do like on like our regular. Yeah. <laughs> we got to record it at midnight more often. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this one comes from. Pick at, just the good ones. At sign. Iro Hakuse, who's inside the room right now, actually. Oh, all right. Uh, he's part all of right. the live, live studio audience. This is the benefit of having a live studio audience where you actually get questions in real time. That's right. That's right. Uh, he asked, is AX a con deserving of anything more than a $5 bottle of sake? So let me say, I've had a $5 bottle of sake. It's an enormous bottle. It's not just a regular bottle. It's the oversized bottle, and it's $5, and... It fucking sucks. <laughs> okay? Yeah. First sip that you take is... <laughs> <It's just laughs> on air. All right. That's fucking garbage. But the more you drink, actually, is it gets better. That's the crazy so it's thing. like AX. The more you drink, the get, it gets better. The more poison you take into your body, <laughs> it's so like funny. the closer to death you are. And that's at the point where your brain starts releasing all the endorphins to like lessen the pain of death. Okay. That's so day a, four a, of AX. It's a metaphor for uh, okay. Anime Expo. I don't even think Anime Expo runs to day four, but if you're on day four of Anime Expo, you've, you're really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is on day four of Anime Expo, like, God bless your soul. 
Uh, I've been drinking a $40 bottle of Japanese whiskey that we got from like a bootleg family mart. And for $40, it's insanely good. I recommend the EY Mars whiskey if you're listening on to this. This is like my <laughs> drunken otaku re- review. Shout out uh, to Animated Inc. Glad we become an alcoholic Shout out to Animated Inc., the original creator of Drunken Otaku. The EY Mars whiskey is wonderful for $40. I paid for only $20 with a bottle of lemon. I might... I might have drank more than twenty dollars. Shout out to Adam. Yeah, what is going on here? David, next question. We gotta move on. Next question. Okay, so this one comes from Dylan Dumai. In the room. He's in the room. Live studio audience. Dumay. We never say it right, but that's part of the fun. I don't yeah. I don't know how to say it different every episode. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about too many anime streaming websites and ballroom being a strike exclusive. Will it kill the popularity? Hmm. Something to think Streaming websites. Peter, what's your take on this? I have a stain. <laughs> <laughs> you, you rather would not, I guess, as a Crunchyroll employee? Yeah. I have stain. I don't work at Crunchyroll anymore. I don't work at Crunchyroll, period, but... I think competition's good, actually. I think that I'm not big into the way Netflix and Amazon have been doing things. Anime Strike sucks. But yeah, I don't like I don't like Anime Strike. High but Five also sucks. I have not actually checked out High Five yet, which was just mentioned there. It's high Dive. I mean, so here's my thing. I don't actually have too many issues with Netflix. I think they can pick up some good stuff, and that's cool. I think what they're doing with B the Beginning okay, is really cool. I heard that they may be picking up Kageguri this season, which is a bit odd. So mm. I think it really comes down to, is it tailored for Netflix content? Yes. Little Witch Akihima was a good decision, I think, because they have I think it the fits Netflix. Yeah, it fits well, Netflix. It also fits because, like, dubbing it and trying to target it at younger audiences is, is the right fantastic. call. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a great and, call. And the argument I've been making to people is as much as I hate that we couldn't watch it simulcast. Yeah. I imagine if marketed well, it will actually reach more people yes. marketed as a mainstream title Absolutely. than it would have as a simulcast on like Crunchyroll or, or on Netflix or whatever. As someone who marathoned all of Little Wish Academia from episode 4 to episode 21 before it ended, I think it's a great show to marathon. So Netflix, I think, made a really good choice there. So I have nothing against Netflix. I just, I, I wish there were a way for them to have released it for like, you know, hardcore anime absolutely. fans no, absolutely. I mean, like you know simulcast right. and then do the release for like the yeah. normal people later right it's, <laughs> like, it's frustrating but it doesn't bother me per se anime strike and amazon are like a completely different level it's the double paywall that's the, double the main problem like it's it's the fact that they want you to pay for amazon and then pay for a thing on top of yeah it. just like really think tough. about it like right you pay like about 100 bucks a year for amazon Prime, right? And then you pay five bucks for Stripe, right? So that's $60 plus $100. So that's $160 that you're paying for a couple of anime that you And free shipping. And free shipping, I guess. Yeah, sure. And then compare that to like Funimation and Crunchyroll where you're only paying like $60 a year. And it it just doesn't make any sense. And then like recently, they don't seem to know their target audience because... Who would right. love to have an anime strike membership to have five dollars off on the Ghost in the Shell live adaptation movie DVD That's set? That's a hot deal right there. I know, <laughs> I know, clearly, right? So um, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's 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 small stuff for them, right? Yeah. Because they are dealing at such a different level from a company Absolutely. like Crunchyroll or Foundation. Right. They're like. It's just one part of a big strategy to target a bunch of different like content verticals right, and stuff, absolutely. right? So it's but, that's but, frustrating. I mean, yeah. I I think competition's good. Yeah. Part of the problem is that the comp the competition is it's between companies with vastly different resources and priorities. Exactly. Right. So it's not like a bunch of anime companies competing. It's like yeah. like you've got anime companies that don't have all that much sway so you've got like stuff like high dive and like you know right. sentai and high stuff, dive. right like leftover <laughs> adv stuff and then like crunchyroll which is like almost monopolistic within anime and then just like massive tech companies that can just crush any of these companies with a thought yeah and it's like they're not really all playing on the same playing field so like the competition i don't think necessarily helps it, it only divides things yeah things and i 
one of the things, the best things I think that happened in the past year was when Funimation and Crunchyroll decided to pair up together because Funimation understood that they weren't really getting their target audience with their simulcast. Crunchyroll was getting that with theirs, but Funimation provides excellent dubs. So they're like, why don't we just team up and get that shit done? That was great. I was like, I was really happy about I'm, it. I, I, I was definitely a little worried about it and still am because I think, you know, it's with Funimation and Crunchyroll working together, like, if you didn't have Netflix or Amazon there, uh, they could actually, like, basically just price fix. Yeah. They could set the price of anime to whatever they want to charge people. Right? No, absolutely. Because there's not really any competition. Right. So in that sense, it's actually kind of good to have somebody there yeah. who's, like, bearing down on you. And it's like, if you made anime cost too much, people would just move to Netflix. Oh, right? yeah. But I like, don't think Crunchyroll has changed their price. No, no, no. I, they didn't. But I'm yeah, saying, like, yeah. there's a. it's good that there's market pressure to not do that. Yes, absolutely. Right? Like, I, just, I just don't think Anime Strike is the answer. No, Anime Strike... Anyway. Yeah, Netflix is closer to the right answer, but yeah. I'd rather... I'd rather... Like, I'd rather at least that there's a mix, that some of the stuff they license is simulcast, and some of it maybe they determine would be better off yeah. being, like, marathon released. Yeah. Right, like... Because I don't know about you, but Kagiguri is not... Netflix. You're not going to target that to, like, normal, of, yeah, to, like, just, Netflix moms. It's just, yeah, yeah, like, how am I going to explain this to my friend, right? Like, I think you should marathon this accessible show about crazy lesbian gamblers sitting on men and licking people's tears. What? David's down. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, writing notes, writing notes. What was the name of that show? Kakiguri. Kakiguri. Yeah. I think the first that, episode like, just came out today. I just became really sober it's right now. It's super good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally uh, uh, oh, my shit, but... In, in yeah. regards to Netflix, they have some great co-productions as well. Mm, yeah. I think they really know what they're doing in terms of the audience that they're trying to cater to. Um, and High Dive, I'm not quite sure, like, obviously, details remain I to be seen. it's just Anime Network it, it's under seen, a new name, It basically. looks like they're carrying, uh, Sentai titles, which, uh, are currently Anime Strike exclusives, but mm. in areas that aren't covered under Anime Strike. Okay. So, yeah. like, in regions where you wouldn't be able to access the content at all, you might be able to get on High Dive, which I, I don't have, I think that's great. Assuming that's kind of what they're going for. But it's been around for like what a week or two now, so mm. it's. it's hard I didn't to even know it existed. So. Well, I definitely think the competition is also going to drive prices up. Obviously, that is one thing for sure. So, like licensing costs, will, uh, they're already going up, I think. But like with Amazon in the game, I feel like they're probably going to go up a lot. Like, net, my understanding is that Netflix bidding on stuff like significantly increased anime licensing costs because they were willing to put so much money into licenses. So. I don't want to pay more off of my Get ready for that bubble to burst. Amazon has like two of the biggest shows next season, right? They've got Ballroom, which I don't know if that is one of the biggest ones. I don't remember what else they have. I haven't been necessarily keeping up with all the licenses. Doesn't Netflix have Apocrypha? Oh, fuck. Are you <laughs> <laughs> they have a fake series. They have it in Japan, at least. I don't know if they have it. Uh, in, in, in case likely. people can't hear, uh, they said that uh, Netflix possibly has uh, Fate Apocrypha. So. Jesus. Oh boy. Yeah. It's done. It's over. May or may not. Yeah, anyway, I think uh, it's going to be really frustrating to have to pay for Strike. <laughs> I don't want to do that. For it. I, 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 I had to pay for it for a little bit to get, like, to watch Adam the beginning for a review for something, but I don't want to. I'd rather, yeah. No. It's it's not happening. Like, I, it Amazon just it goes people. against everything I really believe that, you know, anime streaming has come so far. Um, to be like consumed by consumed, Amazon, yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is not the way I want it to go. <laughs> oh, we've got uh, we've got a list over here of the of three of the shows that Anime Strike has, three of the big ones. Welcome to the Ballroom, Token Rambu, the uh, oh, Sword oh, Boys, yeah. oh, Sword oh, Boys, oh, shit. yeah. Oh. Are you serious? And yeah. uh, Dive, which is I guess like a the free alike yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Fuck Token Rambu, though. You know, you know who who yeah. fucked up real bad. High dive okay. by not getting dive. Dive. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wrap this show up. Wrap uh, it right the fuck up. So thank Have you guys for being on the show. Thank you to our live studio audience. We have more questions than we actually answered this time. That's right. We're gonna have to save them for next time. That's right. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. So thank you guys. Uh, where can people find all of you? Oh wow. 
And what are you I am to? known as Illogenes on Twitter. Um, you can also find me at my blog, Isn't It Electrifying? Also known as Shivireru Daro. I'm at Peter Phobian. Uh, you can find me on Crunchyroll. I release a feature every Thursday. I write scripts for Anime Academy. Uh, and you can find some of my work on Anime Feminist and our podcast, Chatty AF. I am at sign Vamptvo, V-A-M-P-T-V-O. I am uh, writing for AnnieGamers.com as usual and Otaku USA magazine. And uh, come see me at Otakon. I'll be hopefully doing some panels. Haven't gotten confirmations yet. Okay, and you guys already know what the fuck it is. It's at sign QX20XX. <laughs> I just published an enormous Fate Go. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Like pro, pro guide for the beginners, all the noobs that are still out there re-rolling for their five stars. Consult my guide, please. It's qx20xx.tumblr.com. You will learn everything you need to know from a Master Fate Go player who has just seen, he has seen some shit, <laughs> it's a, okay? It's, a, it's like a qx20xx self-help book. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's uh, co-authored with uh, the Elliot, at sign Elliot Page. Um, he's, uh, he's also really cool, too. He's British, uh, so you know he's, he's smart. He's British. He's yeah. played he's played this shit longer, way longer than I have. So yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> All right. And uh, you can find more info on this podcast at AnnieGamers.com slash podcasts. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Stitcher, Music. Google Music, SoundCloud. Which I never get around to Fuck actually you. setting up. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Just leave us a review on iTunes, please. Let us know if you like the show. Uh, reminder, if you get high and listen to the show. Yes. Write about your experience and leave an iTunes review. Yes, yes. And we'll read it on the show. <laughs> We've been offering to do this for a while. Yes. So um, I think, uh, is that it? And by, I, don't, I don't have the notes in front of me, so I'm doing the outro from memory. Oh, email us at podcast email. at anygamers.com if you have feedback. So yes. thanks. Although we got plenty of Twitter questions because it's like, what? It's like 3 a.m. on the East Coast. <laughs> Best time. Uh, the witching hour. Yeah. I just said that all the animals are out. So actually, literally all the animals follow me on Twitter. Uh, we Ooh, what kind of friend? Uh, they're the best friends. All right, that's they're the friends us. of the podcast. The horniest friends. Right, the horniest friends. friends. <laughs> All right, uh, signing off. Later, guys. Bye. David, give me I've, something I've to stabilize seen, this. I need something to put in the shoe. A sock. <laughs> wow, oh I'm so God. glad they invented something to put in shoes. <laughs> <laughs>